is the She Loves to Plan podcast with me, Monique Svensson, founder of Perfect Planner Company. If you are a time-poor entrepreneur, a business owner spinning too many plates, or a busy mum who wants to feel more successful, more accomplished, and more organised in your business, life, and home, then this podcast is for you. As a planning expert, I know that every goal needs a plan, and I'm here to show you how. So hello and welcome to today's episode of the She Loves to Plan podcast. I am very, very excited. I am um, here today with the gorgeous Liz McQuillan, who is our guest on today's podcast. And Liz has got many, many strings to her bow, but she is most well known for helping lots of lovely ladies get the car of their dreams. She runs a company with her husband and the two of them are this dynamic duo that just help people with car financing, getting the car that they want. She looks after the lady side, he looks after the men, and together they are a dynamic team that really, really help women get what they want. She also um, does have a little theatrical agency as well called Star Maker. Um, and she, you know, when you speak to her, you can hear the theatre, you know, which is why I love her so much. Um, but she also helps um, people with their business strategy as well, because she's had to set up an amazing business. She knows how to do it. She's got tons of experience. So um, she is the perfect person to have on our podcast today. And we're going to be talking about um, planning for that dream car. I know so many ladies out there, so many entrepreneurs want to get the car of their dreams. They don't know how to go about it. They see everyone, oh, they're in there, want, you know, whatever it might be, the Range Rover, the Evoque, that kind of thing. How can I get that? Well, Liz is here to offer value and top tips so welcome, Liz, today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me, Monique. And uh, what a lovely introduction. <laughs> You're so welcome. You're so welcome. I didn't actually say where we met either, and I was going to say about that, but we met on a mastermind that we were on together. And... Um, She's just, she's just fab. I completely warmed to her because you're here in a moment. She's such a personality. So um, Liz, tell us all about yourself. Where, where do you come from? What do you do? Well, do you know, I come from like a, a, a fish town, a fish town of all places. Um, <laughs> humble beginnings, uh, to say the least. Um, and I found that in my younger sort of teenage years, early 20s, just tried my hardest to get out of that fish town because I just always knew that there was more to life and wanting to kind of better myself. But you know what? I, I love that hometown. And it absolutely gave me the, the start and the insight and the integrity and the drive and the passion to be the best I can be. Uh, because there's there's something that the, the people say about Fleetwood, you know, that they're, they're one of a kind, but we all stick together and we have grit and determination. And, you know, that's what helped me be so successful. So I cannot um, yeah. dip my upbringing. It might have been very humble, but listen, it's maybe the person I am today. I totally agree with that. I mean, I think... Um, I think the beginnings that we have in our life absolutely does. It sets us on that path, doesn't it? I mean, if we want, you know, that kind of determination and you can tell, you know, you are one feisty lady, you know, that you can just, you know, you just meet Liz and you just know she is so determined. And, um, 
you know, so motivated and it's brilliant to see. So, I mean, let, let's start, let's start by talking about like there's somebody out there. I mean, well, first of all, actually tell us how you got on to, how, how did you find out about cars? You must have had a love of cars, right? You know, um, I started off always wanting to be in theatre and be in telly. I wanted to be a pop star. I wanted to be Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> didn't we all? Didn't we all? I, didn't, <laughs> I, I just never had the legs for it. <laughs> I didn't really have the voice, if I'm dead honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went on the sort of performing arts journey. I really did. And I've, had, I've actually got a degree in performing arts. Um, and then I obviously went into teaching. So I got my graduate teach programme and qualified as a, as a teacher, high school teacher, um, and did that for 14 years, a school teacher, high school teacher teaching um, drama wow. in England. Um, and then it was when, upon meeting my hubby, Phil, um, that the cars come into it. And you'll see uh, when I do continue, he had a dealership, a car dealership for 10 years. Um, so this is where the cars come into play. And what he did, he noticed a change in the industry. Whereas traditionally you had to sign your finance agreement at the dealership where you were buying the car, but legislation changed. And it was, it came about that actually you could sign anywhere um, and then you could source your car from any dealership, which gives obviously your, um, your, your your clients that sort of freedom to source a car from anywhere, which is just brilliant. So when Phil had seen this change, he then um, basically knew what I was like in terms of setting up businesses and kind of just running um, and building these businesses into you know quite quite well established businesses. And he kind of like roadrunned me and just said, "Right, love, this is what we want. Here you are. <laughs> Put you down." And Do he said, it. "Go with it." do it so I was like okay car finance not really ever been into it and in fact I was those good I was one of those ladies that would go into BMW and say I just want a new car and come out with a brand new car and not know <laughs> what the hell I'd signed to how long what was the term what was the APR um, and in fact I got myself in a cycle where I couldn't get out I just had to keep going back to BMW and for two consecutive cars I had the same car so I had a one series a white one series for five years and then for another five years and I was just like what the hell? How are we not kind of, why, why are we not taken through the journey and what, how we can get out of this? We're not. We're just basically what I say, car salesman when we walk in that car yeah. sales, car dealership. Um, and it was only upon meeting Phil that he said, you know, you can get out of that car quite easy. You just have to do X, Y, Z. I'll help you. Um, so then this was the passion for the females that came because I'd set up the car finance and we were just doing UK wide, male and female. But during covid I'd set up a Facebook group and this really helped um, me to kind of find my niche because I found that the ladies were really gravitating towards me. And it was these ladies that had been through my sort of journey of not having a clue where to go, what to do, what was a good, what was a good deal, what wasn't a good deal. Um, so yeah, it was through COVID that kind of the flamingo car finance came about. Uh, so um, I guess because women just, I say women, it that it's not particularly true, but a lot of the time, these dealerships are very sort of men-led, aren't they? So you go into a dealership and if you are that kind of personality where you might be intimidated when you walk into there, and it can be because, you know, you are swarmed on and it's like, what do you want? You're like, I don't know. So you're educating people. Exactly. Is that right? To kind of like have the confidence to walk in there or do you... You yeah. I kind of lead with it all. Ultimately, kind of my values and uh, the business values is that I empower the females with the knowledge that they need in order to make, yeah. you know, that independent 
financial decision. Okay, so it's not necessarily, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not opposed to obviously them, them going back to the husbands and saying, what do you think about this? But ultimately, I want that woman to say, no, this is a good deal. I know what exa- I know exactly what I'm going into. Um, and I can feel proud and empowered to know that this decision that I am making on my own is the right decision. Um, but yeah, I don't necessarily then send them into the car dealerships because sometimes this is, and like what you said, is is part of the issue. They don't like going into the car dealerships because they don't feel confident enough to, some, you know, sometimes you get overwhelmed and you just think, oh, I'll just say yes, where do you want me to sign? When really you've not considered everything that you need to consider. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it really. With me, they can go to any car dealership, but I do that for them as well. I do the car sourcing service for them. It's it's, it's a free service um, and we have a really good chat about what's important to them, the make and the model, the monthly budget, and then I present them with all different ranges of cars um, and sort of then hopefully they, they make a decision based on, on what I presented them with. So it is quite a really nice um, service that we do offer really. It really is. It's really helpful. It is really helpful. I mean, I certainly know like it's a different story now. I'm a bit older, but when I was younger, I mean, I used to take my dad with me and my dad, and he'll be listening to this back and be like, oh, thanks, thanks, Mon. But he'll listen to this back, but he, he's clueless about cars. So therefore I was clueless about cars. I didn't know. And I would walk into a dealership and I'd look at one on the forecourt and go, yeah, I like that one because I like the colour or, you know, whatever it was. And... I'd come out with it because he'd go, oh, just go for it. Just yeah. do it. Um, because my dad is incredibly encouraging in that way. But, you yeah. know, it was me signing the contract, me paying for the finance. I never had a clue what I was getting into. And, you know, I think certainly for for women, certainly younger, it's a great knowledge to have. But also as we get older, we get um, intimidated by the by certain things and our confidence can drop in certain areas. So I think it's an amazing um, service to offer um, to women. So, I mean, what would you say if somebody is working towards their dream car? Somebody thinks, you know, I've seen that car out there. I really want it. I mean, what would you say to them? What would be the advice that you could give them to kind of plan for it and create that budget, create the finances to do it? So ultimately, like it all over, a car is an extension of your house and it screams image and brand and things like that. So I think we've always got to consider what we are driving, um, especially if we're on, you know, in a role where you go and meet clients and things like that. You know, that's super important as well. Um, and, and for me, the fact that I was a teacher, um, I always I always pull back to this story because as a teacher, you're kind of giving your curriculum and you're saying okay in, in August can you plan the curriculum what you're going to teach all year and they'll have exams at the end well I never worked it like that I always went right okay don't want to look at the curriculum I want to look at the assessment criteria because that then I will know exactly what my children need to do in order to score the highest they possibly can score so I would like really pull apart um the the the, the assessment criteria and say listen kids if you're doing xyz this is going to get you 10 marks if you're doing this is going to get you 30 marks um and that was strategy at the end of the day um, and you can kind of really apply the same sort of methodology for passing exams to, to achieving anything including a car so the first thing I would always say is, yeah, we have these cars on our vision boards. Lots of us do, especially female entrepreneurs. We're saying, yeah, that's, but let's face it, unless you are 
really thinking hard and attaching a strategy and into how you're going to get that car. It's just going to be a wish. Yeah. Mm. So girls, don't just have it on that board. You've got to be thinking, how am I going to get to it? So this podcast, Mon, is brilliant because I'm going to kind of really break it down um, and help women how to kind of take it from just a picture on your vision board to actually having a strategy and a bit of a timeline as well. Absolutely. So, so first of all, number one, ask me, ask me how much that car is going to cost. Don't think it's stupid. You know, you might say, oh my God, I could never afford it. Oh my God, I feel daft asking her. No, absolutely not. It's like anything in life, unless you ask, you don't know. Okay. So let me put it into perspective. Um, for the past sort of couple of months, I've sold a couple of um, Range Rover Velars, which are... Oh, I like them. Yeah. Now, the girls would come to me saying, I think I want a Range Rover Evoque. And I'd go, okay, so what's your budget? And they'd tell me. And I'd go, let me just stop you there. Quite a lot of women have a book now. What about the Valar? And they'd go, yeah. can't afford it. Can't afford a Valar. I'd love it, but can't afford it. And I'll go, what about if we can get you for that? And they go, what? What? And I go, yes, because you you dare to dream, you know, let's just see what those, those what we class as super expensive cars, let's just see how much they are working out at per month. And in fact, you know, they were coming out at probably about £430 a month, and that was with a deposit of about £4,000. Now, you might think automatically, well, I can't afford that much per month, and I haven't got that deposit. Let me first of all deal with that deposit, okay? First of all, in the current climate, lots of us have a hell of a lot more deposit in our cars than what we ever would have had in the past and what we actually realize we have okay so i ask a few questions like right go and get a settlement figure give me a register mileage let's see what you owe against what your car values are and as it is at the minute with the current climate there's quite a lot of ladies that are seeing they actually their car is worth a lot more than their settlement figure so that equity is the deposit yeah yeah so these ladies that i've got the last for i say that they put five grand deposit down but they didn't go to the bank and draw it out it was what they had in equity in their car so in actual fact they didn't put any additional money in they had it already in the car so that kind of helps with your deposit because the second hand car market at the moment is absolutely booming, isn't it? Because the climate that we're in, um, new cars at the moment, brand new cars are struggling, aren't they? Because parts aren't available. So there's a lot of demand out there for second hand cars. Absolutely, they are they are foreign um still. It has kind of it has um it's got it's leveled out a little bit and it's it's tough because sometimes months they go crazy again and then other months they drop. So it is a yeah. little bit volatile. Um, but we're still in a really good position as it stands because like you said, even now, even though COVID was like last year, whatever, yeah, um, these new cars, there is such a backlog. Um there yeah. really is. And say to you at the dealership so yeah it's a couple of months it won't be it's not it it's not yeah you know yeah. we've got a realistic so other things that i think i factor in as well um when you're coming to me and saying right okay how much is, is it going to cost me it's factors to consider are your um your credit profile so um what is your credit score like and also what's the lending that you've got you currently you know what's your affordability in terms of have you got a big mortgage or you already got credit cards if you already got things like that once we've got that information, and once I know what deposit we're playing with, I can then get out my fancy finance calculators and do some figures for you. 
Okay. And it's, it's not no obligation. You then don't have to come and get go through with it. But like we said, we need to know what we are working back from. So if I said to you, for example, right, Monique, it's going to be about four and a half thousand, uh, 450 pounds a month. And we're going to need about five grand deposit. You might go, well, yeah, that's fine. I never, I could, I couldn't believe that I could ever purchase it. Or you might go, okay, it's not for me just yet. Let me spend this year getting a high, a more of a deposit. So let me kind of then break down my 12 months. I need an extra four grand. Let's work out how much that's going to be each month. Um, and then next year I'll be in a better position. Um, so we can, we, we can do it like that as well. But ultimately you just need another top tip as well is you don't always have to go brand new. If you are savvy, yeah, like me, okay, take me for an example. I drive around in a dream car. It, it, it is, it absolutely is. It's a Porsche Cayenne, okay? It's white, it's got black wheels, it's got red leather interior, it's got a big pan roof. It is my dream car. And when I sat in that car when we got it, I was just like, oh my God, I've got Porsche keys, I've got Porsche keys. And it was just insane. <laughs> let me tell you, because this is what people don't realise, that that car costs me. Go on, try and guess, Monique. Am I I'm, still... No, I don't know. I'm going to say about £500 a month. Okay, so £347. No way. Yes way. Now, I'm going to say to you, you must have had a huge deposit, and you're going to say no. I have five grand. Wow. So I had a grand deposit, um, and we took it over four years. And because I've got good credit, it was on a really good rate as well. But... It's a 2016. I am no, I am no snob, okay? But guess what I've got on the front of that that car? You've got your personalised number plate and nobody has a clue how old it is. Absolutely. Everyone thinks I'm a posh sod, but really I'm keeping it real. <laughs> I love it. But you know what? I did. We did exactly the same. I On my vision board was an Audi Q5 for a very, yeah. very long time. Exactly the same. It's a 2015 model. But it's it's just a beauty to drive. So there is no set thing that you have to have this brand new car. The value, you know, they they drop value anyway, don't they? As soon as you yeah. drive them out of the showroom. But do you know what? Interestingly enough, this car now we bought it for thirty two thousand. Um, we are currently in the process of selling it actually because we are going electric. But um, we've uh, had an offer in at thirty eight. <gasps> so there you are, prime example. Yeah. There you've now got, what, six grand left for you to go and put down on the deposit on your new car. It's free. We paid off so much of it as well. So there's equity in there, plus the equity that it's made. So it's been a great asset for us to have, um, you know, invested in back in uh, in the beginning of COVID it was. It's free money, isn't it? If you look at it that way, it's almost free money. Exactly. We've been driving around and making money. (laughs) There you go, girls. Go and see Liz. You've got to go and see Liz. Um, So what would you say, finance or buy a car outright? What do you think is better there? So for me, obviously I'm going to say finance because that's my business. But take that hat off. Let me just say this to you, okay? My my example is quite unique, let's be honest. We bought a very good time. The market went up um, and we had a nice deposit, et cetera, et cetera. Generally, though, if somebody said to me, you've got 30 grand layers, do you want to go and buy a car or do you want to 
do something else with that. I would invest that in something that I know I'm going to get a better return in. Money can make money, can't it? Exactly. So, so although you will have an interest rate element, which you will be paying interest in your lending with a car, what I do find is that if you are clever enough, what you do with that cash to create more wealth is higher than what you would pay in the interest. So, you know, I would always say put a nice deposit down. Um, but yeah, I just think the finance deals that you can get, it, it'd be a no-brainer just to say 30 grand, just go, oh, I've got a car. Absolutely. No, it's yeah. the same reasons I, I wouldn't go and pay a mortgage off. You yeah. know, if you've got the money to spare, I would invest it rather than yeah. just um using it just to pay it all off in a lump sum it's it's a clever way of using your money it is and i i you know i've been fortunate enough in my life to be surrounded by people with quite a lot of wealth um and they say the same thing they just say why would i do that which is that money when i could use that money to create far more wealth than just paying off a mortgage so yeah i mean it's pros and cons we're all very different in our personalities some people hate the fact of any sort of lending in any capacity and i, I understand that because i've been that person myself i mean i've never had a credit card the only thing i've ever had on finance is a mortgage and a car so i don't really like all those ho- overheads but I, I still appreciate that listen money makes money so you've got to use that money if you've got it wisely definitely absolutely um and would you be able to help women just do do just a car sourcing service so if somebody was out there and they said actually do you know what i've got the money to spend would we you do. We do. yeah um, but we do have to charge for that so the difference is is if you're getting the car finance then obviously you know the commission that we get comes directly to us it's not via you it doesn't it doesn't impact you at all um so we are paid that way and the car sourcing service then we do do for free but if we are sourcing a car there is a fee for that just because obviously it can take quite a lot of time and yeah um, our expertise etc but you know it's only 300 pounds and um it, it, for some people time is money so you know some need to go through the dealerships and trail through them all and know yeah. what you're talking about with that 300 pounds you're getting somebody who's quite an expert in this industry um and can just kind of whip it all together a lot quicker than if you completely sort of a bit a bit oblivious to um the sort of procedure that you need to follow when buying a new car amazing so how do you then um bring together the strategy side of things that you do and obviously the financing how do you make those two gel so beautifully you mean what i do with the females yeah business side of it do you know what yeah so so what it was (laughs) this is funny this actually Obviously, I've been building businesses since I was 17. I have my own, like, um, acting school from the 17. I've constantly had that sort of brain where I would be like, right, yes, there's a market for this. Let's build it up. Let's get it as high as we can. Uh, and, you know, in the past, I've sold businesses as well when I thought there was a good kind of return there. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I was kind of sat with you girls at Christmas. Yeah? And we've I gone do. to RuPaul. And that- December is notoriously a month where it's quiet for cars. So some of the times I go, do you know what? Between between me and my hubby, we've got four kids. I just go, do you know what? Let's just not, let's just step back a little bit during December. Let me focus on the kids and Christmas and everything else. But us females, our entrepreneurial mind never switch off. We never shut off, do we? Never, never, ever. And all I'm thinking about all through December is January soon, January soon, need my new strategy for the next year, da 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 um, and it was sat with you girls that I was just obsessed with. Girls, what are you up to now? Where are you at? What do you want to do next year? Um, and I just this pro, 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 pro. But it was sat with Bev and I kind of probed Bev and she was like, what the hell? I 
didn't even think of this. And, you know, since I spoke to her about, you know, a few couple of months ago, she was like, Liz, I'm just doing brilliant. And I said, what are you doing? She went, the thing you probed me about. And it's just all these little things where people were naturally gravitating towards me and in my inbox saying, Liz, I've got this idea. What do you think about this? Liz, could you help me with this, Liz? And I just thought, wow, there's a, there's a demand for this. And if I can help these girls with what, you know, what, what I find quite obvious and probably to you, Moni. Yeah, absolutely. But to others, it really, really isn't. Um, so then I just thought, you know what? I'm going to just do a little bit of a strategy day in January. Just see how it goes. There wasn't any big planning for, you know, I wasn't thinking this is going to be a new um, arm of my business. Not at all. I just thought, let's provide a day for the ladies. I really think that I can give them some value. Let's go for it. And then it kind of sold out within like a weekend. And I was like, oh, maybe there is quite a bit of a market for this. But what an <laughs> event it was. It was amazing. Like just... <laughs> pink and gorgeousness it was lovely and then we can I thought let's do it every quarter then so then I did one the second quarter and then we've got our next one coming up next a week on Thursday and again they've just been sellouts it's not been it's not been something that I've struggled with either create creating the event delivering the event or even getting people into the event so it's just I'm in a really fortunate position where obviously and it doesn't come overnight. People have obviously seen me on social media and met me and they kind of been following me and things like that. So these, we call them the Flamingo Business Experiences. And that's what I pride them on being, an experience. I don't want them just to be a day where they come in with a pen and paper and it's like, right, you're going to learn from me today. Not, not at all. And, you know, I actually facilitate the day more now. So although I'll do my teachings, I get other, other females coming in who I think that I've got some nuggets of amazingness. Um, so I know the next one, we've got Gina Swire, who's a queen of self-love. She's coming to do a session. Um, we've got Emma Deshue coming in and she's doing a session all about the customer journey which I think is really important the touch points and you know make it just and then yeah so we've got my friend at Mary she's doing all about SEO and how to really optimize your website so again I always have a look at the cohort and think right what do these ladies what could they really benefit from I've also got some speed networking like a speed dating going on Love where they literally dinner each and they've got to just speak to each other um, and so it's fun and listen we have live entertainment at night we have private dining they go in the spa so it is an experience it isn't just okay you're learning today it's listen girls let's come out let's have a day of learning let's then chill but then let's have a party <laughs> I love it I love it love it it's amazing amazing so you must get in touch with her right Liz um we are almost running out of time so um have you got any other top tips or anything like that that you want to offer um, our lovely listeners today on, you know, on how they can go out there and plan to get the car of their right. dreams. And obviously that means coming to Liz, of course, but. <laughs> I just think you've got to, first of all, commit to what it is. Okay. Don't, don't, it's that, it's that kind of Walt Disney term, isn't it? If you can dream it, you can be it. Okay. If, don't think it's crazy. Even if you said to me, money, do you know what, Liz? I want a Ferrari. I'd say, darling, we can do this. But obviously, if you were start working in Morrison's and doing nothing about it, I'd say, you've got to be realistic, girl, because you're never going to be in a Ferrari working in Morrison's. But if you said to me, yeah, I'm in Morrison's now, but I'm after a Ferrari in 10 years' time, then I'd say, Monique, you need to get yourself a side hustle, okay? Find what you're passionate about. What could you create a business about? Build that up. You need to then be leaving uh, Morrison's or Asda, wherever you're at, 
And then you need to be thinking, right, this is my business, but how many clients, for example, do I need to sign a month, a year, a quarter, whatever? Do I then need to be increasing my prices? Do I want a high ticket sale? All these sorts of things. And you just work back from that Ferrari. So you would say to me, come on, Liz, how much a month is a Ferrari? And listen, I have had asked this question. I've had this question asked. How much is a Ferrari a month? Go on. That one, not brand new, but second hand at reasonable sort of mileage and everything because the very low mileage anywhere Ferraris because they're generally more kind of weekend cars, aren't they? About twelve to thirteen hundred pounds a month. Now listen, it's not yeah. miles away. Do you know what? That doesn't that that surprises me. That's less than I thought. Yes. But I'm going to bet that it's going to cost quite a lot in fuel. <laughs> no, yeah. it, it's all those things. And obviously, anything goes wrong with it, anything needs to fix it. Yeah, that, they're up there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know that the Porsche can, like I said, it's not. It is a lot dearer than. You know, you've got to. You know, you've got to think about tires and stuff like that. But even going back to servicing okay so you might think god liz it's gonna cost fortunes to service a porsche can and you know what if i took it to porsche it probably cost me a couple of grand but again if you are strategic you know i've i've helped some ladies that have bought porsches on me before and what we do is we buy the porsche parts in and we send it to um you know a very well trusted um you know car um servicing center and they do it for a fraction of the price yeah. So if you've got the knowledge, you can you can achieve this. And that's what I'm here for, to say, listen, don't worry about X, Y, Z. What if I could tell you we could do A, B, C, and it can be affordable? And I think that's it. So step one, you know, have that goal and ask me, realistically, Liz, how much will this be per month? And at that point, you know, you can go away and say, I can either afford that or it'll be, okay, not yet, but what do I need to do in my business to help it grow, to get yeah. it to that stage where my 200 pounds is just the same amount as a 400 pounds next year, you know, with affordability is the same um, in comparison to what I'm earning. So it's all things like that. And like I said, next tip, don't have to go brand new. You don't have to go brand new. You can buy savvy. You can buy a little bit older, get a private red John. Nobody knows. You still look and feel fabulous in that car. That's half the price of what it would have been if you bought it brand new. Absolutely. That's amazing. Amazing. Um, Go and see Liz. She's going to help you out. Right. We're going to do some fun now just to wrap up. So I've got um, I've got some questions here in my little box. Now, nobody can see this because only Liz can because we're on Zoom. But um, in my box here, I've got some questions, some this or that questions. And also a fun question for you. So I'd love to know, what was your first job, your first paid job? How old were you? Well because earning money has always been a big factor in my life um, and I was a um, I was a waitress at the local sort of it was a fish restaurant because I was in Fleetwood uh, and I think it was something like £1.25 an hour and I would work eight hour shifts and I knew it was like totally slave labour but I would get my like £15 I did or whatever and I'd be saving it in the piggy bank and then they actually I actually was brave enough I mean, you'd be dead proud of me I was brave enough to go to the boss and say I think I'm worth more than this one pound twenty-five. <gasps> yeah, and and I said, so can we have a discussion about this? I sat me down and totally schmoozed me and went, well, we've been thinking about this, Liz. Uh, we would like you to be, um, you know, like the supervisor of all the other. Um, <laughs> Twelve years old. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm looking for you. Two pound an hour. <laughs> so I mean, 
They were rubbing their hands going, yes, we've got someone here to look after everyone and we only need to pay two pounds an hour. No, but I was like, ah, okay, that's brilliant. Everybody always tell me one. By the way, just make surprise, mum. <laughs> I've got my daughter in here working for us this summer, and uh, I'm feeling like maybe I'm overpaying. I'm paying her three pounds an hour. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's over the moon because she can go to Amazon or she can go to the milkshake shop. She's like, she's super happy. She can go yeah. buy buy her bits on Amazon that she wants or uh, the milkshake shop. Happy days, right? I think starting early is key, it really is. Absolutely. Right, here we go. I'm laughing at this question already that I've given, um, that I've I've got for you, only because I know you, Liz. Uh, give up hot drinks or give up alcoholic drinks? <laughs> Gee, let me think. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Any day, you forget Let me keep that glass of wine at night. Absolutely. Bath or shower? Shower, absolutely. Don't have time for baths. Reality shows or documentaries? Right. I don't really watch telly at all. Mm. Um, I think I've got a bit of ADHD. I'm like, sit down, stand up, sit down, run over here, run over there. Yeah, what would I choose? Mm, I would have always said reality, but. I can get into a good documentary if I know that it's feeding my brain and I'm learning and developing in some capacity. So maybe a documentary. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I'm definitely with you. In fact, I agree with you on all of them. I'd give yeah. up a hot drink any day. No one's taking yeah. away. No one's <laughs> taking away the glass of wine or the gin and tonic. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Liz, where can anybody find you if they want to find out more and uh, come into your world? So check me out on socials. It's at Flamingo Car Finance or my website is www.flamingocarfinance.co.uk. There is a WhatsApp button on the uh, the website as well. So just ping me a message. Um, and remember, no question is a stupid question. And even if it is, they just want to find out, okay, how much will that Range Rover Evoque be or that E-Pace Jag or, you know, it doesn't have to be those high-end cars, money because it isn't all about that. That's not what I do. But obviously today, was all about how do we get that vision board car that's why i've been talking about the higher end cars but we do we do all we do all cars we even do kind of caravans we do horse boxes we do even boats and planes but we don't do lots of them we focus more on the cars but anything with a motor we can finance it can help amazing liz thank you for taking the time to chat to us today it's been amazing and if you have enjoyed this episode today please don't forget to leave a review and rate us on the podcast app that you are listening on. You've been listening to the She Loves to Plan podcast. Thank you so much, Liz. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast today, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. Also, head over to the She Loves to Plan Facebook group where you can get even more value from me. Until next time, happy planning.